0: Time for Re-Engineering Your Finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. Well, hello again and welcome to another edition of Re-Engineering Your Finances. I'm Walter Storholt alongside the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. This is going to be one, Charles, that I think a lot of people, no matter where you are in your retirement planning life, uh, you're going to identify with at least a little bit of today's episode because, Charles, we're going to walk people through really about 15 years out from retirement all the way into retirement, all the important things that you need to be thinking about, how the planning process kind of changes and adjusts for folks as they hit these different milestones. We're going to tell people exactly what they need to have on their minds at these different stages. So I'm ready for this. Are you ready to rock and roll?
1: I'm ready to rock and roll. All
0: right, let's do it. Let's start at uh, 15 years away from retirement. So most people, Charles, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm going to say probably in their early 50s, if we're just sort of assuming maybe a retirement age of 65. Obviously, if you're a little younger or you're planning on a little bit later retirement, you can adjust our uh, barometers here a little bit. But approximately 15 years away from retirement, what are the main financial issues somebody should be focusing on at that stage of life?
1: Well, I think, Walter, the first thing is asset allocation. Uh, Historically, stocks will always outperform, you know, fixed income over the long term. So uh, what I see is a lot of people who are younger they're still contributing to their 401k plans or their IRAs or their 403bs, they've got some element of fixed income in there. And it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense because they're buyers. And even if the market goes down, they're buying equities at lower prices. So I would say that probably the primary focus on people in their 50s is they should be investing as much as possible in the stocks or stock funds?
0: Okay, so keep the emphasis still a little bit there on on growth. We don't have to really start pulling back the reins quite yet.
1: No, we got a fifteen year time horizon, so you know plenty of time.
0: Okay. Very good. All right. Well, let's edge a little bit closer and see what happens. How about ten years out from retirement? Does the focus change at all?
1: It does change a little bit, but uh, you know, uh, there's a couple more points I want to make about that fifteen-year planning. Uh, number one is, uh, you know, people generally have a thirty-year mortgage, and uh, you know, interest rates are historically low, and it might not be a bad idea for somebody fifteen years from retirement to look at their mortgage and perhaps uh, you know refinance into a fifteen-year period. Uh, so that when they retire, there is absolutely no debt. Now, I hear that you know home equity loans or you know mortgage debt is not bad debt because you have an asset attached to it that generally is appreciating in value. But you know it's it's really a good idea when you retire to have no mortgage because uh, you got a little bit more flexibility. Uh, and then lastly, you know uh, for fifteen years, I would say that a lot of people, including yours truly, when I was like fifteen years from retirement, I would have like life insurance that would be a term policy. And term to me means temporary. At some point, you know, it's going to expire. So I think people that in their 50s should be looking at their insurance and asking themselves, do I have the right type, the right amount? And if not, you know, I think they should uh, reconsider maybe getting an insurance review and uh, possibly set something up that could benefit them in the years to come.
0: It's really important, I think, Charles, to simplify things when we get to retirement. That's got to be a goal of so many people. And uh, from a lot of the retirees that I've talked to, that's just one of the main things that they're looking to do as well. You're trying to simplify a lot of things in life at that stage. And it's kind of funny. Simplification leads to more enjoyment in many ways. And uh, No, no doubt about it. That permeates through several different layers, I think, when it comes to retirement planning. All right. Well, how about we take that step now to 10 years out from retirement? What's the focus look like now?
1: Well, I mean, 10 years from retirement, you're kind of like, uh, you know, maybe I don't want to say i the back nine of life, but you're up there in age. You're probably uh, mid to late 50s, early 60s. And I would say that uh, you got to kind of look at life expectancy. I mean, is mom still living? Is dad still living? You know, what's the DNA in the family? Uh, how long do you think you're going to live? Because that has a really big impact on when you're going to retire or if you can afford to retire. So I would like, uh, you know, kind of get an estimate of what my life expectancy would be based upon my family history and, uh, you know, maybe my medical circumstances. Number two, uh, I would probably get a rough estimate of my Social Security benefit. Like how much is it going to be at age 62, which is early retirement? And for most people, normal retirement is age 67. And then the latest that you can get the most benefit is age 70. So uh, that would probably be the second step is, hey, how much am I going to get from Social Security? And. You know, even those young people listening to this program today, this podcast today, I mean, Social Security will be there. They may change it for people in their early fifties or younger, but by and large, the people that are fifty-five and older that paid into it for you know thirty years or so, they're they're definitely going to get their benefits. So I wouldn't worry about that. And then, lastly, you know, ten years out, this is really critical, and I don't think too many people are aware of it, or if they're aware of it, they actually don't do it. And it's called tax planning. And what I notice is a lot of people that have these retirement account balances that they're counting on to, you know, tap for retirement income. Uh, a lot of it is in pre-tax dollars, which means that if you need to take money out or you're required to take it out now at age 72, you've got a toll charge. Uncle Sam going to hit you for maybe 25 percent of the amount that you're going to take out. So it might be prudent you know, 10 years prior to retirement, not only to look at your actual account balance, but to anticipate what it might be 10 years down the road. And then you might have the opportunity to actually divert some of those pre-tax dollars to post-tax dollars. What I'm really talking about is maybe setting up a Roth IRA, or maybe your company offers a Roth 401 k but it'd just be a lot better at retirement to have two piles of money, one that was tax-deferred and one that was tax-free, so you have a lot more flexibility when you're taking your distributions.
0: All right, so 10 years out, we've got a lot to start thinking about. Uh, It sounds like things really start to ramp up a little bit as we get inside that 10 years. Does that feel about right?
1: Yeah, I mean, they start to ramp up because, um, you know, I think uh, there's a saying that once you hit 50, uh, you wake up one night in a cold sweat and you ask yourself, what's the plan? So, uh, you know, you got to start planning in your 50s not, you know, five years before you retire.
0: That's a great point. Well, speaking of being five years away from retirement, when we get to that stage of life, I'm sure we've got a lot of listeners who are right around in that ballpark, maybe in your early 60s, if you're looking to retire early, maybe late 50s, something like that. What are the things we need to start considering now?
1: Well, I think the first thing you do is look at the size of your retirement nest egg. And um, I'm sure, you know, people have heard this before. There's a 4% withdrawal rate rule. And uh, that's not Edson in stone, but I think how they came about that 4% safe withdrawal rate percentage is they took 100, they divided it by 4%, and the uh, remainder is, what, 25 years. So the concept is if you retired at 65 and you took four percent of your account balance out each and every year, 65 plus 25 years, you may have enough money, you know, up to age 90 just based on the four percent rule. But obviously it's not etched in stone, it's just a concept. So, what I would do, you know, five years from retirement, I'm looking at the size of my retirement account, I'm multiplying it by four percent, and I'm saying to myself, that's how much I can get safely in any one year for the next 25 years from what I saved to date. And then the next question, Walter is, Hey, is that enough? Do I have to save more? That type thing, you know? So um, looking at the size of your nest egg, multiplying it by 4%, getting a figure. So I'll use an example. Let's just say it's a million dollars, 4% of a million dollars is $40,000 a year. Let's just say I checked my social security benefit and I'm going to get 30,000 a year. So 40,000 in investment income, $30,000 in Social Security is $70,000 coming in each and every year. Is that enough, or do I need to save more or take more risk?
0: For some people, it will be enough. For some people, depending on their lifestyle, it won't be enough. And I guess that's what you start really drilling down into. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Charles, we finally have made it. You know, celebration. We're on the day of retirement or, you know, let's say the week of retirement, something close to it. What are the essential things we need to have figured out when we finally do pull that trigger?
1: Well, I think the most important thing, Walter, is to have a written plan in place, and that's really your guide. You know, that's follow the yellow brick road. Follow that plan. What's coming in? What's going out? Do you have an emergency fund set up? What's your investment strategy to account for 25 to 30 years of inflation because a dollar today, it's going to cost you more uh, a year from now than a dollar at 3% annual inflation. Who knows what it's going to cost to go to the dentist 10 years from now. The other thing too is long-term care. I mean, everybody wants long-term care, but nobody wants to pay for it. So is there a a portion of your retirement nest egg that be allocated towards a long-term care benefit in the event that you needed it? That's important. So the day that you retire, having a written plan in place, knowing what's coming in, what's going out, having an emergency fund set up in the event of something unexpected, and really having an investment strategy that's going to provide you both income and growth regardless of what market conditions are.
0: So many things to consider, I think, as we build up to that date. It must be quite the sense of elation when somebody finally does get the opportunity to pull the trigger on retirement, and there you go. But I know that the planning process and your job, Charles, doesn't end at the day somebody retires. You continue to work with folks for years and years into the future. So let's fast forward a little bit and say we're 5 to 10 years into retirement now, how does the planning focus change? What are your conversations with clients look like then once they get further along the road?
1: Yeah, well, there's a saying like when you're in your 70s, it's your go-go year. So a lot of people are traveling. The 80s are your slow-go years. You're slowing down. Yeah, you know, You've seen like uh, you know many many uh, different things in your life and maybe your body's not what it was 10 years earlier. And in the 90s are your no-go years. So basically, what I find five to ten years after people retire is they have a pretty good handle on their finances. They know what their spending is. And it's really a matter of like, hey, how much am I going to need for the rest of my life for yours truly? And what am I going to leave as a legacy to my children and or grandchildren or charities? So that's really a big thing. And the other thing, too, is when people retire, one of the biggest things is income taxes. And we all thought that when we retired, we'd be in a lower income tax bracket. But I'm not so sure that's going to be true. With all these baby boomers retiring, coming off the payroll on the entitlement rolls, probably taxes will go up in the future. So five to 10 years after retirement, we're always focusing on getting that account balance in the right location so that when you pull the money out, It's going to be pulled out in a very tax efficient manner. So just to sum it up, legacy planning, wealth transfer and tax efficiency probably are the three bullet points five to 10 years after people retire
0: and then you're with people I, we don't have to really talk about the planning process from then on out charles but you're with people through the rest of their lives right i mean you're working with clients all the way until it's time to you know the next generation to enter the picture
1: absolutely like you know i i had the ability and i'm not just being braggadocious about this but i have the ability to put myself in my clients shoes feel what they feel and i would I'd hopefully make decisions. That they need to make, you know, if I were them. So I, I have that ability to say, hey, if this is something I'm going to propose, would I do it myself? If the answer is no, it's not proposed. If the answer is yes, I propose it to them with both the advantages and disadvantages because I want people to realize that, you know, in planning and in life, there's nothing you know, really guaranteed there's uh, pluses and minuses. And unless people know the ins and outs, the pluses and minuses of most of the decisions that they make, um, you know, they're not going to be informed and perhaps they're going to have some regret in the future.
0: Well, I think the obvious piece here is that no matter where you are, along this spectrum, no matter what stage of retirement planning you're going through, whether it is 10 to 15 years out or even if it's just, uh, you know, a couple of years away from retirement or maybe even it's on the doorstep. It's never too late to get a plan in place, but it's always a good time to put it in writing and make sure that you are well prepared for your financial and retirement future. And so if you haven't taken any steps to put together your financial plan yet, I invite you to do so with Charles Weldy. You can do that by calling 610 388 7705. If you're in the Delaware or Chester County areas, you can certainly get in touch very easily that way. 610-388-7705. You can also find Charles online by going to cpweldygroup.com. That's cpweldygroup.com. And there's ways to get in touch via the website as well, including emailing Charles, charles at cpweldygroup.com. If you have any questions about what we've talked about on the podcast or about how to put together your own financial plan for retirement. Charles, we appreciate the help on today's show. Thank you so much. And we'll look forward to plan. another good talk soon.
1: Thank you, Walter. Appreciate it. All right.
0: Take care. That's Charles Weldy. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time on reengineering Your Finances.